Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Or 2A could not only have had naturalized citizens in mind, not natural-born Ghanaians who had subsequently acquired the citizenship of another country. Because, as my good uh, pal, uh, Professor Asari, has eloquently explained the latter status, a birth citizen, Ghanaian, who is a dual citizen, is a status that wasn't permitted in the same original constitution in which we find Article 94.2a. Um, okay. Gifty says that I guess the biggest problem is how people can engineer electoral victory sometimes through uh, monetization. I have a bit of a funny feeling about this, but I'm sure we'll get to a position that works someday. Because uh, if people can influence elections, opening it up that way means even the, people, uh, the people's will can be subverted through engineered victory and other things. I hope it makes sense uh, what I'm saying. Um, so, for example, when uh, Matthew Poku Prempe showed up for the first time in Mensha, the refrain was, was that this was a man who was coming from abroad with money. <laughs> so he could afford to buy, <laughs> to buy the, the primaries. Uh, so people from abroad will make the money and just come and buy. Kokoe uh, Jubuesako is commenting about my not impounding the vehicle thing and how he feels that is deliberate on the part of the officials who do that kind of thing. Uh, guys, it doesn't look good on you. Just stop. It's only the uniform that separates you from us. You don't know where you'll be tomorrow. Do the right thing by the citizens. And then uh, the, this is from YK Ansa Yebua. He says that, uh, Samson, don't waste your time in this political gimmickry uh, by dual citizenship by these uh, NDC MPP politicians. They are doing it just for the votes. Even simple voting by Ghanaians living abroad, they won't do it since 2006. Um, well, so the court issued an order compelling that the, say, an order of mandamus that the EC should take a law to uh, a CI to parliament so that the modalities will be rolled out. Uh, after a year when they, were, they hadn't done it, my client cited them for contempt. They came and begged, and the courts gave them one more year. That has not been done. Let's see what they will do subsequently. I've got a few more of your messages here, but time just ran out on us. Uh, my outfit, as always, is by Latida. Uh, sorry, by Habil Scooter. Habil Scooter. You'll find them at Ajirengano Gates. Thank you very much. Um, join me tomorrow, Sunday at 2 p.m. on the law.
which is our weekly legal clinic. I'm hosting Oliver Bakavomawo, lawyer and researcher, and Kofi Yeboa, General Secretary of the Ghana Journalists Association, to look at free, uh, press freedom versus false crimes. Thank you to our guests for your time and for helping us with the insightful uh, discussions that we have had this morning. Dr. Kwame Asasanti, Senior Lecturer, Department of Political Science and Director, Center for European Studies, University of Ghana. Dr. Kujua P.A.J. Tia, Associate Professor, um, School of Law, University of Ghana, Ligon, and Professor Stephen Kwekuasari, University of Florida, CDD Deve Democracy and Development Fellow in Public Law and Justice, member of the Florida Bar. Uh, we started with Dr. Eduan Aniempi, of the former Director General of the Securities and Exchange Commission and Convener of the Pensioner Bondholders Forum. Thank you also very much, Kojo Yangsen, and the crack team uh, joined you right away to continue with the comprehensive coverage of the NDC's uh, parliamentary and presidential uh, primaries. Have a good afternoon. MTN. Everywhere you go. And use promo code PLAY1 to get 300% bonus up to 3,445 Ghana CDs on your first deposit. OneXBet gives you more. Gambling can be addictive. Bet responsibly. Not for person under 18 years. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the Gaming Commission. The international football season has just reached fever page and GoTV will be right there for it all. So get settled into your living room stadium because you are coming with us to the epic finales of the Premier League, Serie A, La Liga, Europa League, FA Cup, and more. All you have to do is get and stay connected to GoTV, where all the big games keep coming. Points of world-class GoTV, love it. No one stops that. Here, I did your bet. 365 is officially available in Ghana. Be part of the action and bet on live games with in-play betting. And when you join and deposit your account, you go receive two times that amount in bet credits. Up to 300 cities when you play qualifying bets. Bet credits can be used on any sport across a wide range of markets. Maji, visit the official site at bet365.com.gh. Over 18 years terms and conditions apply. Please gamble responsibly. Joe, I hear Bet Power the B. Bet Power Betters have it better. Bet Power Power. With as low as 25 Ghana pesos, you stand a chance of winning 1 million Ghana CDs in the 17 picks jackpot. With no minimum odds to qualify for the 500% win bonus. Bet Power Betters have it better. Hey. <laughs> Bet Mbappe. Even for the faint hearted like me, the cash out option day for me. Bet Power Betters have it better indeed. 
Speed. Welcome to a world of big wins and bigger odds. Feeling lucky? Choose from many games within our casino world and play with ease. Enjoy instant payouts and 24-7 customer support. Bet Power, the proud sponsor of the Bet Power Premier League. Welcome to betpower.com.gh. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the Gaming Commission of Ghana. Bet responsibly, not for persons below 18 years. Gaming can be addictive. The system has nothing on her. Those in power fear what she can do. She is Madame, and she is coming. On one hand, she's a humanitarian, and on the other, she's using them to seduce men in power for favors. Madame has a new drama series that explores the evils of... Your life is about to get better with great savings. Get the best appliances you can ever find and save big with the Samsung Super Sale happening now in all CompuGhana showrooms nationwide. From now to this Sunday, enjoy up to 40% discount on any Samsung home appliance you buy. Visit any CompuGhana showroom or shop online at www.compugana.com now. For inquiries, call 030-275-2020. Excel Plus Education Fair 2023, your leading university placement service provider, Excel Plus Education, is again this year hosting top universities from the UK in Accra and Kumasi. Come meet delegates and representatives from some of UK's finest universities and have all your questions answered. What's more, you can take advantage of this event to secure your university placement and explore your scholarship options. Come along with your academic document and including WASI results, degree certificate, transcript and CV for on-the-spot application. It's happening on 25th May in Accra and 26th May in Kumasi. Venue is Lancaster Hotel, formerly Golden Tulip Hotel for both cities. Time is 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. for Accra and 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. for Kumasi. Register for free at www.xlplusonline.com. WhatsApp or call XL Plus Education to book your spot on 544 2008 or 0243-334-894 or 0302-463-463-288. Plus Education Ghana, putting you in charge. Join us on Friday, 12th of May, for our Election Eve special from 8 to 10 p.m. Live on TV, radio, and online, and across our social media platforms. The most comprehensive coverage by the best political team only on your election headquarters. a ripoff by some top officials of Ghana's pharmacy council as they sell drugstore licenses to unqualified applicants. With Maxwell there, there's no issue. But as long as we can get a location, that's all. Freelance investigative journalist Akwesi Cranton goes undercover to expose the underworld scheme that puts your life at risk.
How do I acquire a litigation-free land or property in this country? Should I buy a house or go through the building process? If I should buy, what are the critical stages and pitfalls? If I should build, how do I get started? Registration of land. Who can help me? Can I just draw my own plan and build? What are the steps in getting a building permit? Of building materials, any any other options? These artisans Square seems to be ripping me off my money. What, what, what can I do? For those and other building-related issues, join Emmanuel Owusu-Ansa on the Pyramid Show every Sunday from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. on your favorite channel, Joy News Television. My name is Evans Mensah. I would like to tell you about the Joy News Impact Makers Awards and why you should be excited about it. Because you see, there are people who dedicate themselves to a cause they care deeply about. These are everyday people who go the extra mile to make their communities better. I'm talking about the people making real impact on humanity. The Joy News Impact Award is about these individuals. Many of you have nominated that person you feel truly deserves to be celebrated as a Joy News impact maker. Our panel of judges is receiving the entries. In May, 10 of these amazing and outstanding people will be selected at an event that would celebrate their remarkable dedication and service to humanity. This is the Joy News Impact Makers Awards, where we celebrate ordinary people who are making extraordinary impact. Join Joy News and the multimedia group to recognize, honor, and support dedicated people and their inspiring work. Joy News Impact Makers Awards. It's time to celebrate greatness. just about 573 days away from the biggest battle in our nation's political cycle, election 2024. And for one of the two biggest sides in that battle, the NDC, 355,000 of their delegates have in their hands the mandate to decide which players lead in the battles for parliament and the presidency. We are bringing you the live unfolding events as the largest opposition party chooses their front runners for the next big battle. Thank you so much for staying with us. My name is Kojo Yangson and this is your election headquarters.
and ready, very ready, to build the Ghana we want together with you. If I don't serve Ghanaians and I die, Ghana will miss a lot because I believe I have a lot. If you check my track record, everything I touch is gold. So why don't I touch Ghana for Ghana to see gold? It is my hope that my colleagues with whom I am standing for the presidential primaries, we would come together as one after I have emerged as the presidential candidate rally together in order to ensure that NDC wins the victory. They've said a lot of things. They've put corruption tag on him. A whole lot of things. Like almost saying on PPP. They've said a whole lot of things against him. MPP has really soiled him. He doesn't stand a better chance. Mm. Let's bring somebody new, somebody fresh, mm. so that the swing voters wouldn't have anything mm. to say against mm. President Mahama. At this stage, Ghana demands experience, not experiments. Very tough, and that is one of the things that I see myself doing very well. started with a dramatic run-up to the presidential nominations with a battle going in and out of court and one of the contenders proving that his pull-out game is nowhere near as weak as his chances of winning. Well, after all of that, we will soon be finding out who the NDC chooses as presidential candidate for 2024. But the keen and key battles are in the constituencies and we'll be taking you across the country to the various areas where there is a fight to the metaphorical death for some people to make it back onto the ticket for the ndc as parliamentary candidates one such place is ningo pram pram where after several elections some george has established himself as the incumbent but this time around it promises to be the battle of his life as he comes up against Michael Kwete Tete. Michael Tete is no stranger to politics. Our very own Joseph Akable sat down with him earlier to try and understand why he has become such a threat to the incumbent. Well, we all know that elections are a process. We, we don't have it as an event so as we speak now i don't have anything to complain about but i don't also know what will transpire later in the day but up to this time that you mentioned 10 something there's nothing to complain about but where have you been we've not seen much of you around since the process started well you know this is politics and it just like a war so when you are going for war, you employ all sorts of strategies. So it is part of my strategy to do a few things in the house before coming on the ground. And that was it. I mean, the last time, the difference in the votes was just seven votes. Um, does that give you confidence that this time around you'll be able to emerge victorious? Yeah, exactly so. You know, as you said, this is not the first time I'm contesting. And the last time I contested, the difference was seven in favor 
of Honorable Sam George. Now, don't also forget that there were 27 others who participated and voted in the presidential primaries, but they were prevented from voting in the parliamentary. And all those 27 were my supporters, which means that if they were to be allowed to vote, I would have won by 20 votes. I mean, we spoke to him earlier, and he says it's going to be a resounding victory for him. He's, he doesn't think it will be anything close to what happened the other time. How many football clubs have you seen that when they have a match and you ask them, they tell you, yes, I'm going to lose? He's going to lose it. But you can't see it. You are very certain of that? Yeah, very confident of that. What have you done on the grounds to mean that you are going to win this, uh, this uh, election and that he is going to lose from what you are saying? Well, campaign season is over. Um, voting is underway. And I thought you said you were going to ask me about how the processes are going. Okay, And that was uh, not so long ago when um, our very own Joseph Akable caught up with um, Michael um, Tete. Now, we are going to see if we can speak to the other half of that contentious battle in um, that constituency of Ningo Pram Pram. Of course, that is Sam George. He has now won three times in a row. And uh, we have him now uh, joining us uh, to, to give a bit of a response to what his uh, contender is suggesting. Sam George, thank you for your time. Uh, it must be quite a tough day uh, on your feet in Ningo Pram Pram. And uh, it's, been, it's, been, it's, been, it's been okay. Started almost an hour late. Um, we know the challenges the Electoral Commission had before the materials got here, setting up and all of that. So a few things that could have been done last night with the agents of the parties were done this morning. So we started around 8. We started around 8. Yeah, so, but so far, it's been smooth. It's just that the process appears to be a bit slow. So, but apart from that, it's, it's okay. You came here. You, you were welcoming delegates and all that. Uh, what, what has been your whole, uh, say, motive for this welcoming of delegates? I would wish that you just stand somewhere and just monitor how the exercise is going. But you were welcoming delegates. You want to dictate to me now how I should behave on the elections ground? Yeah, just finding that for you, sir. I don't see anything wrong with welcoming delegates, except you now want to dictate to me as a sitting member of parliament and as a parliamentary candidate how to relate to the delegates in the elections. But I don't see what, I don't see the issue with what you are, I don't, I don't get the point you're trying to make. The last time you bagged uh, some 807, uh, 407 votes out of um, 800, and there's been a expansion of the, the electoral college for you. 1,700 and over, what is your conviction going into this election? It's going to be a resounding victory. That's it. There's nothing more to add. It's going to be a resounding victory. Um, it's, like I've said earlier on, it's a, it's a battle between light and darkness, and I've never seen anywhere where darkness has prevailed over light. You, you don't fear your delegates? I trust my delegates. The, people, the delegates in Ngopram Pram, I trust them. They are rational. They are... They're logical. And here, when they're for you, they're for you. When they're against you, they're against you. They don't hide it. And so I'm pretty confident. Some, some, uh, some people have said that you have actually invested a lot of resources. Also looking at the fact that you've been able to pass this, uh, the delegates to this place, for want of a better word, you, you, you might have spent quite a lot of resources in doing this. 
being a member of parliament is an expensive enterprise. My, my electorates, not delegates, general election, the people who vote for me in a general election, apart from my responsibility as a lawmaker, expect that I will be there for them when it comes to social uh, activities and social needs. Those, those re- demand resources. So to be an effective member of parliament, you definitely have to be resourceful. And I, I want to always believe that, like I always say, when you send your kid to school, the only way you can tell if your kid is studying and delivering value for the money you're spending is when you get a report card. The report card of every MP is the pink sheet every four years. When I became MP in 20, uh, a parliamentary candidate in 2015, I mean, people say Ningo Pram Pram is a safe seat. What they're forgetting is that in 2012, the last election, general election before I became parliamentary candidate, the margin between the margin between the NDC and the NPP in Ningo Pram Pram was a mere 3,000, just 3,000. Okay, that's how close it was. In 2015, when I became parliamentary candidate, one year of working, we moved it to 10,000 in one year in 2016 and in 2020 we moved it to 30,000 so when you take my report card as a member of parliament as a, a, a every four years from 3,000 to 30,000 it goes without saying that the people can only reward you with their votes if you work for them and working for them is a demand resources quick quick one on the withdrawal of uh, dr kovner before you've had a lot to say about him in the past were you surprised that he finally threw in the towel, also citing um, frustrations and irregularities that had to do with the register? Beautiful nonsense. Good riddance to bad rubbish. I told you that Kwabna Dufour was not in this race to contest with John Mahama. You remember, I told you that when you met me now, him. I told you he was contesting against spoiled ballots. Spoiled ballots have beaten Kwabna Dufour. Too bad. In the issues you raised with the register, he raised with the register, the delegates list, um, how was it in this constituency for you? Were you given what you thought was accurate enough? You didn't have any concerns? Governor Dufour had absolutely no, ca- no case to make. <laughs> when we all bought the forms, we were given guidelines. The guidelines spoke about a delegates list. They didn't speak about an album. Spoke about a list. When we all went through vetting, we were all giving the delegates list. There's been absolutely no problem with a delegates list. If for administrative purposes, someone decides that they want to make the process faster, and remember I just spoke about how slow the process is, by introducing photo albums so that you don't have to do verification using various cards and all of that, and that is an add-on. If that was not executed properly, it, it cannot form the basis of discrediting the process because the source document for determining eligibility to vote here, why you can't vote, in this election, but I can vote. It's because my name is in the delegate list, yours is not. It's not about pictures. And so there's absolutely nothing, there's been nothing, there's no constituency where you would say that there have been issues with a delegate's list. No. And finally, I mean, this is an internal election. We have seen a gamut of security men here. I, I don't think that is how I so... Um, uh, this Ayawaso West Wagon number two. I do not think so. There are so many of them here. You should be worried about it. They are my guests. I requested for them. Why? Because the other side, we had the intelligence, the police as well. And don't forget, the police also got us intelligence. We had intelligence we shared with the police. And the police corroborated our intelligence. They had brought in 
uh, a few miscreants to they know they are losing the elections and so they wanted to mar the elections um, and so we requested for a beef up of police from both region and national we asked our divisional command to also beef up their numbers and so they are my guests we are happy they are here they are law enforcement officers if you come here as a delegate and you cast your vote through the process the police is smiling they're not touching anybody if you come here to misbehave, the law will deal with you and deal with you forcefully. How many have you requested to be here? Well, at the last count, I know that the divisional command put 63 men on the, on the ground. I know that region had sent in reinforcement and possibly national as well. And so at least when we're, we will have around the region of about 80 policemen. And I just saw the FPU as well arrive. That was a specific request we made. And so I'm excited. And let me say a very big thank you to the Ghana Police Service, the divisional commander, the district commander, the Tema regional commander, the, the director of operations national for responding to make sure that we have a peaceful, free and fair, calm elections. And so for those who have been brought in. If you've been paid already, pick the next bus and leave Ningo Pram Pram. If you've not been paid, sorry, bad day for business. Go back. If you come here to misbehave, the law will deal with you. All right, I appreciate it. Right then, so uh, we will be coming back to Ningo Pram Pram because we have an update on two people who have been arrested for campaigning on election day, you know. That is an offense, and so we will be coming back to Ningo Pram Pram to pick up on that. But let's go to another hot and contentious um, constituency where it's almost a bit of a family affair. Setre Afram Plains. Uh, let's find out how things have been shaping up there in the run-up to the election. Our correspondent is standing by. Talk to us. What's the local color? How are things proceeding since uh, elections uh, began? This is actually the Edria Section Massive Constituency, where the current Member of Parliament for the National Democratic Congress, the Honorable Mohamed Bawa, is facing the fierce contest from four other um, contenders. That is the um, immediate past uh, NDC National NDC Constituency Chairperson, and then also his own personal aide. He's facing the fierce contest from these people alongside two other contenders. As you can see, he just arrived here at the electoral ground where the delegates are giving him a resounding welcome and then he's also speaking to some of these delegates. Um, right here is him in my shots uh, trying to engage with some of the delegates over here. You can see him shaking hands with some of these delegates. In fact, the contest is set to be fierce, but we have him here. And Honorable, 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 can you speak with us? Honorable, that today is your election day. How, is, how does it feel? Yeah, it's my day. It's my endorsement. It's my election. Okay, so that is the Honorable Member of Parliament for a draft, Mr. Abdul 
has a constituency. According to him, he is going to win this contest. It is an easy one for him. So if you ask, this is how it feels here at the Central Dumasi Electoral Center, where the Electoral Commissioner just arrived, they just set up, and they are waiting for the electoral process to begin. We are expecting 1,510 delegates to cast their votes today. It is a contest between the current Member of Parliament and then four other contenders. The delegates here are prepared for the election. The arrival here, you see, is the arrival of the current Member of Parliament for Joa Seche Odumase. And also, we've had some of the aspirants come in and they had left because the election had not started. In fact, as I know, the process has not over even started yet. We are even waiting for the EC to finish um, with the setup before we can begin the process. But you can see delegates, delegates jumping high to the sound a Yatushio, following the Honorable Member of Parliament, um, Honorable Bauer, who is seeking another term in Parliament. But he would therefore have to go through the party rules and regulations, which is to seek an election, uh, another election, or to seek the vote of the delegates before he can contest in the general election come 2024. So here is the arrival of the Member of Parliament for Edward Seche Odumase, Honorable Bawa, who is interacting with some delegates. Um, I am told that he will be the first person to cast his vote when the EC is done setting up. But what you can see right now is the Honorable Member of Parliament engaging some delegates before the election begins. And he says, according to him, this is an easy way for him. Although we have been told that the, uh, the chairperson of the NDC, the one who just stepped aside, is also uh, another contender, a good, a strong contender to the member of parliament. Um, he is saying that it's going to be an easy one for him. And uh, let, let me see. Uh, is this contest going to be an easy one for Honorable Bawa? Okay, okay. So some of these delegates are already following the Honorable Member of Parliament. Uh, yes, we can see him engaging some of them. In fact, he's gone around for quite some time, and he is still engaging most of these most of these delegates. Okay, so here is him, and then his close friend. In fact, he was the man he had right now led his campaign here at the Ahmadiyya Primary School. So the honourable had to um, send his regards to him before he continues his journey. But this is the situation for Joe. Here at the Sechodumase. Um, the electoral center. I am being told that in an hour time, the EC will be done and then the electoral process will begin. So if you ask, this is the situation here at the address at Chodumase Electoral Center. Badu. Hi, uh, well, Nana Bwachidan Kwa Yadom, our reporter there, um, bringing us the latest and uh, speaking to a candidate who has no doubt in his own mind that uh, today is merely an endorsement. Uh, not an election. Well, the results will tell the truth uh, at the end of all of that. And so stay right here on your election headquarters for that. We'll be taking you around to many other constituencies as things continue to heat up, as delegates continue to cast their ballot and exercise their mandate to choose the front runners, the top players for their party in the big battle of 2024. But look, there is so much for us to break down. And Dr. Asa Asante is uh, no stranger to our proceedings here. Uh, we thank you so much for making a marathon of it uh, after three hours on news file and uh, uh, sticking with us for election headquarters. We, we are very grateful indeed. Thank you, Kojo. Uh, Doc, uh, pleasure uh, always to be with Joy FM. Indeed. The biggest of all.
Doc, there is uh, almost too much for us to talk about, but we'll try and do our best. Uh, first, though, a quick update. I told you that two people have been arrested in Ningo Pram Pram for campaigning on election day. Let's pick up the latest from our correspondent. Zahid Reis. We have images here of a gentleman being put in the back of a police pickup uh, alongside another individual. Uh, let's uh, let's find out what exactly went down. Joseph Akabli joins us via phone. Uh, Joseph, uh, these two people, what exactly did they do? In fact, from what we have picked so far, we understand that uh, one is a supporter of some George, the other is also a supporter of Michael Kwete Tete. Uh, they are delegates, they were in the queue going to vote. And they were interacting with other delegates. And so they were making the point, vote number one. The other said, vote number two, vote number one, vote number two. Then before everyone could realize, it uh, degenerated into a bit, a bit of uh, back and forth and repeated exchanges and pushing and shoving of each other. Then the police rushed in quickly and arrested the two individuals because it affected the voting process that was taking place. And so the two individuals were arrested and put in the police vehicle and taken away. So they, they we could not even vote before that arrest was effected. So they've been taken away to the police station. Right. So uh, these are two delegates uh, whose uh, mandate now no longer applies because they have been arrested in the process for breaking the rules and also for disturbing the peace, I assume. Uh, now, have, have any of the candidates for whom they were campaigning had anything to say about this? Uh, not at this moment. Uh, in fact, at the time that it happened, um, the candidates were not close to that particular Incident. And so what is happening is that they are trying to uh, mobilize people to come in to vote from a uh, different parts of the constituency. So they were not closer to their voting booth when this particular incident happened. But uh, what we understand is that some effort is being uh, undertaken in terms of getting them back here, especially because of the concern that they may not have voted before this particular incident happened and that they were just simply in the queue and engaging them. I think. What we are seeing here in terms of the numbers, the police, quite a number of policemen, and we heard some George earlier make the point that uh, he had made the request because of intelligence he had picked up about the possibility that uh, the activities in terms of uh, what was taking place here today may be marred by some individuals who he alleges had been paid to come and scuttle the process. Uh, but uh, if are, the voting is still ongoing here, and it's one that will be very keen. But could you another very interesting thing? Uh, that has been happening here. You know, there was a statement from the former president, uh, John Ramani Mama, indicating some allocation that will be done for uh, facilities as uh, transportation for uh, the delegates here uh, to help the delegates. But that distribution has been ongoing since the voting started. And uh, you have uh, over here, the delegates are thousands, seven hundred. And the individual who is doing the distribution is just one person who has a booklet that has the names of the delegates. And so once you are done voting and you are interested in uh, receiving your facilities, you show up in the queue, and once you mention your name, it is taken and you are given the money. And some of the delegates are quite frustrated, saying that the process is not as fast as they want, and they want their facilities, they want to walk away. So there are moments that that also generates a bit of 
at the Fairbanks once a while. And at a point in time, a policeman was actually asked to intervene to restore calm uh, because the individual who is holding the cash at a point in time was delaying a bit in terms of the distribution and actually had decided not to distribute it anymore because those were not being patient. And so the police had to move in and restore a bit of calm around that place at that point in time. That suggests the presence of quite a lot of cash at these um, uh, electoral points. I is that not a security risk as well? That is the only distribution that we have cited in terms of uh, money at this particular venue. But yes, it's quite an amount of money because it's uh, 40 cities and we understand that 1,700 delegates have their share. And so it's a queue. They are waiting patiently. What happens is that once they finish voting, then they leave the voting area and come to uh, a school building behind the school building to form another queue where they wait to get to the front and identify themselves and receive uh, their money. Well, I know you'll, uh, you'll be keeping us updated on this as it unfolds. Uh, Joseph Akable there in Ningo Pram Pram, one of the key battle uh, constituencies during this uh, NDC uh, presidential and parliamentary primaries. Uh, now, uh, let's come back into the studio. Dr. Asasante, uh, gracious enough to spend so much time with us today. Um, Doc, these, these primaries are key. So many new things about it. For example, a number of faces competing quite actively against what would have, we would have imagined to be stalwart, safe, and established candidates, or in fact established MPs, because these are largely NDC you know, uh, strongholds, like Ningo Pram Pram. What does the emergence of uh, Michael Tete with such strength what does it mean, especially since that is not the only constituency we're seeing such a thing? Yeah, could you thanks for the opportunity. Um, uh, these things are a function of the growing popularity of political parties and the, the effort that they, they, they do, they, they bring to the fore in their constituencies. Um, take, for instance, uh, Ningo Pram, Pram has been one of the safe seats for the NDC. And uh, over the years, you dare not uh, from any other party to contest there. NDC will floor you, no doubt about that. So uh, they've been able to build a certain level of credibility and they've sustained it from years to years. Uh, if you look at uh, the, the former MP, that is Mr. E.T. Uh, Mensah, he was more or less the god of that land politically. And he did a lot to bring his people up to scratch and the rest of them. After, uh, it was a heated, very fierce contest that um, Sam George also um, toppled him. And then he also took over. He has not reneged in his promise to serve his people and serve them well. And he has been a proud ambassador of his people. He has uh, acquitted himself so well in Parliament, going through all the socialization process, and he's uh, won the admiration of many. So uh, I have no doubt in my mind why the seat is so attractive to uh, people and that now you have um, some people also competing uh, strongly with him. Uh, it also tells you that the party, uh, when you are in opposition or in government, if you are able to build capacity, you become so attractive. And people who are within the party also now want to step up and take up positions 
uh, so as to filling uh, the gaps if there exist any. So it's all part of um, a certain natural branding process that if a party performs so well in a certain constituency, uh, people gravitate towards that party mm. and they want to be part of that you know, success story. Mm. Uh, it also tells you that, yes, there are people who are also politically energized and want to, at all point in time, want to show their face that, yes, if, irrespective of the fact that we have certain giants, we can also what make impressions mm. because they learn from uh, their predecessors. Mm. If you see, nobody gave uh, Sam George any dog chance of winning E.T. Mensa. Mm. But we saw what happened. Event mm. took a different turn and he won. And since then, he has also been a giant in that area. So you continue to have that type of thing. And it's a way of what, you know, galvanizing the support for the party and making it more attractive. I see how uh, this might indicate a, a growing popularity in politics as a, you know, a career, if you will, and people wanting to be a part of that story for their parties. The thing that is interesting for me is that they are not taking on just the, the, the perceived to be weaker yeah. uh, you know, candidates. They're going for the big names. Mm. What's behind that? And, and, and in some cases, they seem to be, at least until the time they, they announce, the results are announced, they seem to be gathering momentum. What, what, what accounts for that? Is there a weakening confidence in the, the, those who we might have considered to be stalwarts and, you know... It's a uh, mix of factors. One, uh, you can see sometimes some of these giants are beginning to lose their shine in their constituency in the sense that they are not able to deliver the public good. Uh, they have been, so to speak, um, spent forces within those constituencies. Obviously, uh, people want to uh, step into their shoes and then take them off. Uh, two, sometimes to... Uh, Volca party campaign and promises. You promise so much and you have not been able to deliver. This is the time we want to show you the exit. Mm -hmm. Another factor is also the fact that, look, people are learning from the experiences of other constituencies that, yeah, there was this giant, this person, uh, you know, faced him, he was able to topple him, so why can't I give it a try? And uh, sometimes you realize that uh, that type of, you know, feeling uh, gets across the political... Uh, system and uh, people begin to uh, use it as a learning curve because after all you don't lose anything when you compete with a giant but you become uh, some somebody more important within the constituency if you're able to compete with such a giant and even if you don't win just show uh, a little effort and the next day you are uh, uh, the, the best candidate <laughs> for another constituency or the same constituency. Mm. So it's a whole mix, uh, admixture of factors. Uh, but uh, in politics, uh, people will move heaven and earth to get political power because of what power does for individual society and the whole country at large. Mm. So they will do what we describe in politics as that you, uh, whatever it takes to win power, they will do it even if they need to undermine uh, people through character assassination and the rest of them. It's a serious business. We'll be talking more about the parliamentaries. We'll be going into the specific constituencies where we're expecting drama and action. But let's, let's take a step back and look at the presidential for a moment. Yeah. What on earth happened yesterday? Suddenly, um, <laughs> Dr. Dufour, who most people considered to be the more threatening 
uh, opposition to the you know former president pulled out after going to court with a, with an injunction that almost derailed the mm. whole process. So really, that was a flexing of muscle yeah. successfully. Then he, 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 he withdraws. What's that about? Yeah, very interesting. Um, Kodio, I must tell you that I worked with Dr. Dufo for five years. I was his editor for his heritage newspaper, so I know him so closely. There's a man who has made it in life, very hardworking man, a very honest man, and uh, very forceful. Um, there's no doubt about his contribution within the public service uh, as a former governor, as a, a banker, uh, and then, you know, finance minister. Mm. He has it all. And had a lot of what businesses uh, that you can think of. Very hardworking man. But I saw that the context he was going in, my former boss was likely to what, uh, lose uh, because... Uh, the, it was not a battle of just ministers. If you have ministers, then uh, you can rub shoulders. But once you have a former president, uh, the, 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 the level has moved mm. a bit higher. Uh, so that was it. Um, I didn't understand that he went to court, withdrew, and then eventually um, you know, left the race. Uh, there is no doubt that his decision to go to court was right and it was legal. Mm. My little worry was that he should have exhausted the uh, internal party structures. That is where you start. And when you don't get the, uh, the required results, then you move to the court. But having said that, he going to court was not a bad thing. In democracy, everything is anchored on law. So if there are differences and you no use cutlass or gun and you rather resort to the court, that's a good thing. He went to court. And then people prevail upon him and so consultation and all that. He decided to back off and then you know, come into the, uh, the, the competition. That was fine. Uh, one would have thought that he would maintain his uh, steam and get into the election itself mm. only uh, to turn around and say that I have dropped that for me. Uh, what I can see as a, from where I sit was that, one, uh, it was tactically, the, the managers of uh, Dr. Dufo were not tactically enough. Mm. In fact, they miscalculated. Because why am I saying that? In politics, uh, if you are afraid of taking a decision, don't take at all. You better not start. Right? So as he came back from the court to come and contest, he should have gone forward. Yes, but you backing off, uh, it means there was a, a tactical, you know, uh, move which was not, uh, you know, thought through properly. Uh, elected would obviously were going to what, punish you for that mm. because you created all manner of, you know, uneasy calm within the party. Look at where they put all their billboards. Arrangements were far ahead, mm. you know, far advanced, and people were poised for action. And at the eleventh hour. Uh, that surprise came, right? People thought that, hey, um, that was not good enough, even though he was fighting for his right, right? But later when you said, well, let bygones be bygones, let me move through, you should have carried through. But once you chicken out, the people, remember that you are going to deal with voters, why not all of them are literate. Uh, whatever message that is sent out to them, 
that through propaganda outlets. That yes, you are here to undermine the fortunes of the party. You don't want the, the process to come on. That is the end. It goes like what? Wildfire. So, seriously, I, uh, the, the people, the managers did not look at this option. Mm. Uh, two, um, I also saw from where I sit that um, the, the, the team, Dr. Dufo's team, were not able uh, to, to examine the Polka Party. They find themselves very well. If you look at NDC, over the years, people who have gone to court and have challenged the status quo, uh, uh, the system will throw you out. And it's not only NDC, it's for all the political parties. So uh, even if you have a case, you want to approach it in a certain uh, diplomatic manner so mm -hmm. as not to incur the wrath of the rank and file within the party because there is seriously a political cost that you will pay. Uh -huh. And they didn't calculate that one well. Yesterday mm -hmm. I was on your network and then uh, we were looking at uh, uh, the issues and then uh, the Mr. Kukubo was talking about the fact that Dr. Dufo was going to win about 60% mm. in their research. I said, what type of research? <laughs> if, uh, let, let's come back to that in a moment. Joe, I hear Bet Power the B. Bet Power Betters have it better. Bet Power Power. With us, it feels good. Love 99.5 FM. 99.5 FM. Wahese wako show Ako didra hudwa basket ma Emu provisions Eni nyoma hudwa ehia opa We delay musa Edru suna uko tiyanswa Yakashira ose Unti min chanti eme chanti na mwanaso Hey, hey, yakeke. Yeah, Nemum, who the Vodafone cash idea? Who need how cry? Yakako bebia. Say, dear, who's me the Vodafone cash? It's your merchant, bia or what network bia so? AS trade, AS direct, AS sharp. And it's a water provisions. Fuel, Inro, Indian, Mitchell, B, Bia, Opesa, we biano. Vodafone cash, I'm an I am remember now. Here, Obeyane say, Obed Dalista, one one zero hash. Let's see a cacao merchant, bia ho, and one network bia so, and Nia. Vodafone. You provide the fire. Daily focus on your superstation, Love 99.5 FM, is giving you an opportunity to start your day right with anointed men of God. Tune in daily at 5.15 a.m. and be blessed. Be edified with Joel Osteen on Monday. Just because it seems like God is too late doesn't mean... ...of the NDC parliamentary and presidential primaries... Currently, my colleague Kojo Yangsen is speaking to one of our reporters on the ground, Elton Brewery, presidential correspondent. Let's listen in. I'll answer for you, the special assistant to the speaker, Mr. Kofiato, given us exclusive as to why the Speaker of Parliament is not participating in today's parliamentary and presidential race of the end. He said that exclusive news is coming your way. But now let me bring in Mr. Mustafa Gande, who is the Deputy General Secretary of the Party. Mustafa, you're welcome to join you. Thank you very much. Brother. How has it been? I understand that you've been out and about Eastern Region here. And what, what, what really have you been up to? It's been tiring, but uh, it's worth it. We've been up to ensuring that um, the processes that we have put in place are really running to, you know, finish up the election successfully. So, so far, um, coordinating from 
what's happening across the country. I think we have a generally peaceful election. The atmosphere is very calm. Uh, progress um, in various areas, except few places where they had difficulties with uh, the venues, like Eutu uh, Senya East, but that has been resolved. But apart from that, election is very peaceful so far. What about the Eastern where you understand that there were some skirmishes that you had to resolve? Well, of course, there they had to be um, some difficulties. As far as we are dealing with human beings and processes, there will be challenges. We are at places where the elections started very late, but the way we designed the polling stations, um, we believe that in the next two, three hours, we should be done with the election. Yes. And then, and then what, what will happen next? I understand, I see some preparation works ongoing here. What will happen here after the, 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 the election is closed? Yes. So as you are aware, we have um, two types of uh, election officers. One at the district level, that's a constituency, and then the other at the national headquarters. The national headquarters is at the beheads of the general secretary of our party, who, with, in conjunction with the electoral commission, will be declaring the winner of the presidential election, and that the constituency elections will be declared by the district elections committees. So, for the headquarters would be expected to announce the winner of the presidential elections uh, before the end of today. Yes. So the expectation is that the former president and Kojo Bonso, the two main contenders, will make their way here after they are done with their voting. Yeah, but we, we on the record, um, we know that Dr. Comrade Rufo has um, withdrawn from the race. But his name and picture is still on the ballot. We will still declare the results of three aspirants. We want to make sure that if you get one vote, that vote should be counted. And so that is what is going to happen. At the end of the day, we'll declare results. Whoever wins has won. It will be on record that um, three people have contested for presidential race and one person have won. In as much as we had one candidate who withdrew from the process. That was at the last minute. And so we still believe that after the election, the, the national chairman and the general secretary and the party itself has put in place enough preparation to reconcile the party so that we can have a united front going into 2020. But, but, but how, how, how did the party take his withdrawal from the race? And in fact, Koyo, and for those who are watching us on Joy News and of course on Joy 99.7 FM, we will get an insight into what went on behind the scenes. Uh, Mr. Kofiato, who is a special aide of the Speaker of Parliament, Alban Baben, was part of a four-member committee or four-member uh, leadership from the NDC. And they were tasked to meet with Dr. Kavanado for after he withdrew the case from court. And according to him, between 10 a.m. and around 2 to 3 p.m., they met with him. They went through all of his concerns and they were quite surprised that he pulled out. He would tell us what went into that particular uh, uh, meeting when, 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 when we bring you that exclusive interview right after I, I, I'm done with Mr. Mustafa Bandi. But I was asking you, how did the party take the news about his withdrawal a uh, few hours to the polls? No, we've been participating in election. Withdrawing from an election is not itself a strange thing because um, people have varied reasons why they withdraw from elections. And so when 
you have a candidate who have campaigned for an election withdraws. Some personal reasons may have gone through and that we believe that this is not the first time a candidate have withdrawn from an election. The good thing is that it is not the party that have prevented him from contesting and that he voluntarily withdrew from the process. He raised issues about some irregularities he identified in the voters' register. There are no, as far as I'm concerned, there are no pending issues about a register. All the issues that were raised have been resolved. We even invited them. Including ladies with men's name and men with ladies' pictures. Those are preliminary errors that was alleged to have been identified. Nonetheless, we have worked on those issues and called them, invited them to come for a complement of the album. Don't forget that they have in their custody a full complement of the delegates list. That was a substantive document on which we're going to rely on voting. And so the album was just a compliment. Even that, we had dealt with their concerns and invited them to pick up. So we don't believe that it is a reason he's withdrawn from the contest. But we will take whatever, as the heads, we will take responsibility of the outcome of this election, except to also state that our effort have been to allow for a contest in order to have, um, as it were, a very little difficulty when it comes to reconciliation. And that has been what we have been up to. And so I believe he, he withdrew on his own volition. Now let's focus on some issues that have come up. Let's, let's start from the Western region. Uh, a, hunter, a, a hunter, for example, we are told that they are refusing to participate in the election because of transportation issues. There are issues about uh, some of the delegates being promised 45 Ghana cities to go uh, to the polling center and vote. I don't know whether, whether this has come to your attention. And, and, and what is about these 45 Ghana cities? That, that hasn't come to my attention. Um, I'll take a briefing from the standby team. Uh, my boss is not here. And then, if that is the case, we'll find a way of resolving the same and then we'll move forward. But, but, but generally, across the country, you would say that everything is going smoothly. It has been a very peaceful exercise. And like I always say, the enemy has fallen flat on the ground. That Who is, is this enemy? MPP. Their intention and their prayers that we should feel have been materialized. And all the schemes that they were doing behind, pulling strings to ensure that we don't have this unprecedented, you know, as activity or process have failed. A very peaceful exercise. By the close of the day, it is joy for every loyal NDC member that will know our parliamentary candidates, will know our presidential candidates in readiness for us to go into 2024. So Monday will be the real deal with us and the MPP. All right, thank you very much, Mr. Bagbande, is the Deputy General Secretary of the NDC. We'll, we'll, I'm, I'm sure we'll have a lot more to speak to him about because the day is just beginning. Preparation underway here. If my cameraman will just uh, take that shot. Preparation is ongoing here. And the information is that here, here is where they will have the declaration, the acceptance speeches, the victory speeches uh, for especially the presidential race. So former president John Mahama, who is voting in his home constituency of Bole, will head to Accra after voting 
And then in the evening when the declaration is done, he will come to the party headquarters and then address the party faith force. And that for them will signal uh, the fight or the race to the 2024 general elections. But, but again, I was telling you, Koyo, about my interaction with Mr. Kofiato. Mr. Kofiato was the chairman of the election committee four years ago. Today, he's not playing any significant role. But he's also the special aide to the Speaker of Parliament, Alban Sumana Baben. Uh, I spoke to him early on, and the question I asked him, why is the Speaker of Parliament not participating in today's uh, National Delegates Congress of the party to select the party's presidential uh, flag bearer for the 2024 election? Now, he has an answer for me. Plus, also tell you uh, the kind of conversation that took place between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., between a four-member committee that was tasked to resolve uh, the differences or the concerns of Dr. Kobinado. According to him, they met him at the home of the chairman of the Council of Elders of the party, Al-Haj Mama Idriso, and close to, four, close to five hours, they engaged him on his concerns. And then whilst they were preparing to put uh, their report to the national chairman and leadership of the NDC, they heard it on radio and on television that Dr. Kobinado Ford had withdrawn from the race. He spoke about what went on in this meeting and the surprise of the committee when they got to know that he was no longer taking part in today's presidential race. We can go and listen to that interview. We will listen to that interview uh, very, very soon, Elton. I can't wait. Absolute uh, exclusive there. I definitely want to know what conversations the party had with Dr. Dufour and how he still pulled out regardless. Uh, so Elton will be going back for that. I'm sure I'm not the only one who's dying to find out. But in the meantime, let's uh, very quickly touch base at another of the hotspots in the Asante region. And this is Asoase. Uh, one of the very few uh, NDC strongholds in that region. Uh, historically, it's been uh, a race that really has given no challenge to Mohammed Mubarak Muntaka. But it is turning into a battle of the Mubaraks as Mubarak Masawudu brings up some very, very fierce competition this time around. Let's go to Nanayao Jima as he has been keeping his eye on events there since voting started. Nanayao, this is one we are all paying attention to. The incumbent is not appearing to have an easy ride this time around. How are things unfolding? Kojo, as you said, it's been very tough here at the Aswasi constituency. And as we all predicted, that it's going to be a very, very difficult race for Muntaka Mubarak this time, as he is being contested by Masaud Mubarak. And from the environment and from what we've been seeing here, it looks like the, it will be a very close contest here. Whoever wins will win with a very, very slim margin. Um, not long ago, we had Masaud Mubarak walking in here, and he's going through the process to cast his ballot. And when he walked in, the, the support was massive. A number, a number of the crowd all left wherever they were to follow him and cheer him on as he, as he made his way to the um, grounds, the election grounds. A number of the people in the constituency have shown support for him. And obviously, it looks 
like um, it will be a contest that will be close to call because um, all you hear here is either change or um, it's either number two or number one, Sign- signaling that it's either the people are for, are for Muntaka Mubarak or for Masamud Mubarak here at the Asongasi constituency. The election delayed for some time. Um, it's, it started um, about 11.30, at about 11.30 due to um, difficulty in securing election materials for the election. According to the regional executives that I have been speaking to, um, due to the court action, it delayed the electoral materials reaching the region and that is one of the reasons why the election was delayed for some time but as soon as it started things have been very calm and things have run very smoothly with um, two polling stations being set up here for the 1,886 delegates who are supposed to vote within the Asuanse constituency so far um, we've, we've recorded a few incidents and there are some people who were willing or who made attempts to take photos of the ballots they cast when they get to the parliamentary um, ballots so immediately some people cast their ballots they wanted to take photos and the electoral commission officials and also the police would not accept that they they vehemently resisted that which didn't go down with some of these people and it resulted in some disturbances and the police have not been able to make any arrests so far but aside these two incidents Nana, I, I want you to keep an eye on that particular development for us we will come back to you for an update, but events are unfolding all across the country, and we have to be like an octopus with tentacles and go everywhere at once. We're going now back to the NDC headquarters, where Elton now has Fifi Kwiti, General Secretary of the party, standing by to give us an update from the executive's perspective. Elton? For example, that the son of the Tadufo is taking part in the parliamentary primaries today using the same register that his father is complaining about. That is a show clearly tell you that if, and incidentally, the father actually is going to the commission to support his son, the same register that he's complaining about. So that should tell you that they seem to be a bit more than just, uh, um, let's say it happens sometimes when you clearly, clearly sometimes see that maybe things are not going to go the way you hope. Sometimes you come up with all kinds of excuses. We are far more, we are ready. We are ready. I mean, we take this as a dress rehearsal and uh, we would uh, move from here from strength to strength and actually learn from some of these to even get even much more ready for 2024. We have no choice. The people of Ghana deserve that we are fully ready in order to make sure uh, we restore hope again to this country. Constituents that are not voting, what is the plan for them? Yeah, after this, we have the next in front of us is the Kumeo by election. Then after that, we will now sit and uh, look at uh, the various issues that have not allowed some of them to come on board yet and then uh, come up with a timetable uh, for them. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 